you listeners out there. You got Bruno and Adam, episode seven from the Cigar Match. How you doing tonight, Adam? I'm good, man. How are you? Not bad. Had no. I haven't had my nightly cigar, so I'll be better <laughs> later. And I'm in the house. Well, I'm upstairs, which I can't yep. smoke. I can smoke downstairs, but not right. upstairs. But yep, I I I get that for sure. Completely understandable. I haven't had mine yet tonight either. So we're we're in the same boat. I thought about <laughs> actually having one while we recorded, and I'm like, you know what? This, I'm just gonna be completely distracted with the cigar and i'm not really gonna pay attention to what we're doing on the podcast so probably not the best idea that would be the only thing i'm doing sitting here now is drinking some bourbon which is maybe gonna be (laughs) our first topic of the night yeah man that's a good segue let's dive right into that you know one of the things that that uh, you and i have talked about personally uh, we haven't talked about on the podcast though is when you're having a cigar what's your do you have a, a choice of drink and how can that drink affect um, your, your, uh, your process of smoking the cigar. Um, I would agree. So, we talked briefly about the fact that I won't drink anything but water with my cigars, but there are some that we can talk about where I have something other than water. Yeah. So let's, let's start with, let's just say you were, I think it's safe to say we both have at least a cigar a day. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> So Maybe we, not the we, best thing for us, but we still have one. We still do it. Yes, we still do it. So with your, let's say, with your daily, what, what's your kind of hat? Your your go to when, when you sit down for the night, you're gonna have your cigar. Is there a drink that you always pair with it, or or how do you approach that? Well, pretty much with almost every cigar I smoke, it's water, right? And what I have found with my particular palate is. You'll hear a lot of your friends, and I know Adam is a big fan of this, a lot of guys will say, oh, my God, if you're not having bourbon with a cigar, you're not doing the (laughs) bourbon or the cigar right. Yes. And for some people, I'm confident that that is true. For me, it is not. For me, they both have strong tastes, and I don't like mixing them. If I'm drinking bourbon like I am right now, a little bit of Buffalo Trace... I want to taste the bourbon. If I'm smoking a cigar, I want to taste the cigar because as we'll get it, as we start getting into this, they will affect each other. They will definitely have an influence on each taste. If you have bourbon in a cigar and then have the same cigar later, it's going to be different for more than just that reason. But, and if you're having your bourbon with your cigar and you drink that bourbon later, it's anything. Yeah. They're going to affect each other. And for me, uh, for me personally, when I have my nightly, I have, I was telling Bruno off the air, uh, I have a habit of drinking root beer. That's kind of my (laughs) go-to. Yeah, that's kind of my go-to is I I love root beer. I've been trying to go more water just to not, if, and that's where I I usually look ahead and say, am I going to, am I going to talk about this cigar on the podcast? Am I going to write a review for the website? If I am, then I will definitely change what I'm having and I'll just have water just as to not affect the cigar that I'm smoking. Um, but my, if I'm just sitting having my cigar for the night, I'm probably probably having root beer um, just because I, I love root beer. That's not to say that, that I won't, you know, I won't pour a glass of bourbon because uh, I will. I have no problem doing that. <laughs> uh, and yes, one of the things that you will notice as, as you're doing that is what you're drinking will affect the flavors you're tasting from the cigar. If you've got yes. a very, a very strong full-bodied bourbon or a full-bodied wine, um, anything, 
that is going to have a very bold flavor to it may overpower the cigar, may overshadow it, and you're going to yes. lose some of the, the lighter flavors in the cigar. And it goes vice versa. You know, you, yeah, you, don't want to, you don't want to pull out a very fine wine or a fine bourbon and then have a big full-bodied cigar that is going to just overpower um, what, you're, what you're smoking or what you're drinking. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so yeah, having your drink can definitely change that. And it can be for the, for the better or not. Um, I was telling Bruno just a few minutes ago that uh, when we worked back at the shop that he and I worked at, there was a one afternoon that I was drinking coffee. I just had just black coffee. And I remember I grabbed a, a cigar uh, out of the humidor, and it was something I can't remember what the cigar was at this point. But I remember Must it was have not something been that, that memorable then. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. It, it was a cigar that I had had before that I didn't love, um, and, and I was just trying to revisit it. But it paired perfectly with the coffee. And I remember taking a sip of the coffee and and then taking a draw on the cigar. And I'm looking over at, at my coworker at the time, and my eyes just lit up. And I'm like, this cigar has never tasted this good. Why is it different today? And he pointed out the fact that I was drinking a cup of coffee with it. And it was probably complimenting to the cigar. And it was just a really cool experience. Um, and, and that really did, it affected the way I the overall taste of the cigar and my experience with the cigar. Uh, yeah. Now, having said it. that, having said that, I don't take the deep, I don't take a deep dive into finding the right pairings. Correct. Um, because that's uh, just something I just don't have an interest in. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have a cigar. I'm just going to have, yeah, I'm exactly. Gonna have I'm something to drink. If it pairs well, great. If it doesn't, I'll throw the drink out and right. get some water or something. <laughs> I'm not going to spend all night trying to find the perfect pairing because Personally, I just don't care that much. And that may be um, something that you end up caring about. You may. Yeah. I mean, I accidentally found there is one cigar that I will have alcohol with, and I found it by accident. So the Maduro Hemingways, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I haven't had one in a while. I think I have one or two left in the humidor. They would come out normally around Christmas. Absolutely love oh, yeah. it. It's yep. a Fuente cigar. It just, I would normally buy the um, the 48 ring gauge because it packed a lot of just really, really good stuff. And one night, you know, many, many years ago when I was doing the bourbon trail, because uh, you should be jealous of us because we're actually quite close to the bourbon trail. <laughs> we are. <laughs> many, many years ago when Buffalo Trace first introduced what they called um, cream bourbon, so it's basically Irish cream, except they call it bourbon cream. Yep. And it is the sweet of the cream. But instead of having Irish cream, which has Irish whiskey, like Jameson or something, it has bourbon. <clears throat> One night, I'm like, oh, I want some of that. And I'm like, oh, I'm smoking the cigar. I don't know if I want to do that. Oh, my God. The chocolate taste from the bourbon, along with the taste of the Buffalo Trace bourbon, it paired perfectly with it. And you mean every the, the the flavor from the cigar with the bourbon, right? Yeah, with okay. the well, it was the, I was. <laughs> what did I say? You said the bourbon with the Buffalo Trace bourbon. Ah, cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> called old age. People, don't worry. It's called old age or the bourbon he's currently <laughs> drinking. Yeah, good point, actually. So yeah, the bourbon cream and the Fuente Maduro Hemingway, they paired perfectly together. Every once in a while, I get to relive that but other than that it's pretty much 
It's water because I really do want to taste the cigar more than anything. Right. So, and again, when you when I'm having a good tequila or good wine or something, I want to taste that. Yep. Yeah. Don't want to skew it with anything else. So yeah. So that's uh, just a short conversation around drinks with cigars. Um, and again, what I love about cigars is all subjective. Yep. Do it your way. Don't find what you like. Please tell you what to do. Yeah. Do it your way. Yeah. I drink root beer all the time with my cigars, and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. I mean, I know so, a lot of guys that will have beer with their cigars. You do you, as Adam yeah. likes to say, period. Yeah, you do you. Uh, but, yeah, just know that if you're having a cigar and you're like, man, I'm just not feeling this today, look at what you may be possibly – what are you drinking with it at that time? Because maybe yes. that is – that's changing it. So, you know, if you're trying something new, maybe best to have a neutral drink with it. Uh, yeah. If, that way you can get it – because you don't want to have something that you've never had before, something completely new to you, and then have a drink that that – kind of goes against the flavors of the cigar and then you're going, Oh man, this is not a good cigar. And you may have missed out on something that ultimately was pretty good. So, you know, if you're trying something new, maybe look at it and say, maybe, maybe I should, um, have a neutral drink to try this cigar. Really? It's, it's, are, are you, are you looking to really, really focus on the cigar or are you just smoking a cigar to relax and you don't care what you're drinking? Right. So one of the other things that I would very, very highly recommend is this slipped both our minds, Adam. Yeah. What do you got? The brick and mortar we used to work at used mm-hmm. to host an event ah, at yes. a local restaurant where whoever the host was, whether it was um, Fuente or J.C. Newman, they would actually try and pair some of the drinks and some of the food with the with cigars, the cigars. you got to go yeah. with the dinner. So those are actually a lot of fun. So if you have any of those available in your area, I would recommend giving them a try because it doesn't mean you're going to say, oh, yeah, this is the perfect pairing. The person who is very knowledgeable of the cigar should know what you should get off the cigar. But like we keep telling you, everybody is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. I apologize if you guys can hear my dog barking in the background. That's all right. I got the cat meowing at the door. I can hear. (laughs) I can't hear that through here. So you're good. Good. Uh, So on the last episode, Bruno, I shared a story about finding a very old box of cigars. Uh, And I was very, very, very lucky in that case that they were actually lost in a humidor. (laughs) Right. right. If you're going to lose your cigars, we recommend you lose them in a humidor. You lose them in the back of a humidor. Um, Yeah. So I was very lucky that, that they were still good. Uh, but, you know, in the past, we had talked, we mentioned briefly, and if we covered this in detail, I apologize. I don't think we did. We I don't think this. we have either. Um, let, you know, if you let's say you, you find a box of cigars like I did, and maybe they weren't kept, they weren't lost in a humidor. <laughs> they, <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you're going to lose them, try and lose them yeah, in a humidor. lose them in your humidor. Yeah. Don't don't leave them out laying in your garage or anything <laughs> like that. But the, I guess the, the question I'm trying to get to um, is... Can you revive dried cigars? And we've touched on this previously. We never took the deep dive into it. Um, you know, you have a cigar that's dried out. What can you do with it? Is it just trash or is it salvageable? Can you still smoke it? And I think the answer is depends. How, yeah, dried, it how depend. dried out is it? If, 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 if it's dried to the point where it's cracking when you touch it, um, yeah, yeah no, done. it's it's done. Just pitch it. You're not going to yeah, do anything with done. it. You're done. 
Uh, if it's just a little a little dried out, yeah, you can salvage it. Uh, but one thing before we get into kind of this conversation, the one thing to know is that as a cigar dries out, it's going to lose some of the, the oils from the tobacco. Those are going to dry out as well. Those are going to go away. Now, you can rehumidify the cigar and bring it back to life, but those oils are not coming back. So no. the cigar will will change. It won't yes. be the same cigar it was fresh. It will uh, not. Not at all. So what's the process look like? How do you salvage a cigar? Do you just take the dried cigar and throw it in your humidor? No, you dunk it in water. <laughs> Please don't do that. He's joking. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I once had a kid tell me he dunked his cigars in brandy. Oh, uh, and well, he told that me depends that was on the, why he was doing that. <laughs> uh, he told me that was the proper way to do it. It's the proper way to enjoy a cigar. Uh, this is when I worked at the shop. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I actually yeah. remember who that was. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Don't 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 dunk but your cigars in any liquid. But on yeah. a non-funny note. If yes. that's what you enjoy, do then it. Do it. Your cigar is going to be soggy, and I imagine it probably right. won't stay lit very well. But <laughs> nah, maybe something to try once just to see. Because I'm now I am kind of curious. Does it stay lit? Does it? How does it? How does it go? Anyway, so bringing cigars back to life. It's dried out. What do you do? Just throw it in your in your humidor? No. no. Um, you can't bombard it right away with with your normal humidity for your cigars. Uh, it'll absorb humidity too quickly, and it'll crack. Yep. So you've got that dried cigar, and what you're going to do immediately is you're going to have to make that commitment to this is going to take some time if you really want to salvage it. You know, is this something a cigar – first, is the cigar worth salvaging? Is this something you can just go down to your local shop and pick up another one tomorrow? Or is this something that you've, that you've sat on for a while, uh, maybe you can't find it anymore, and you really would like to save it? I think that's the first thing. Is, this, is it worth saving? Don't worry about your Swiss or sweets. Throw them away. Yeah, throw them out. Is it worth saving? And if it is, then know that it's it doesn't happen immediately. You can't just throw it in the humidor and, and forget about it because it'll it'll just crack. So the process is a is a slower process. You you really have to um, reintroduce the cigars to humidity very slowly. Um, you're gonna start off in one of the methods that that I've seen is using a just a Ziploc bag. A hygrometer, it's something that provides humidity. Um, you're going to start off introducing the cigar into the Ziploc bag at a low, high 50s, low 60s maybe, uh, humidity. And you're going to leave it sit for a week. Don't don't try to jump it up um, to 70%. Nope, start. you're going to start low 60s, maybe high 50s even. Let it sit for a week. After that week, inspect the cigar. Is it still looking okay? Yep, make sure it's not cracked. Yeah, if it is, bring your humidity up 1% or 2%, um, and then let it sit again for another week. Like I said, it's not a fast process. It is slow. You're going to continue doing that until you're back up to your normal humidity. By that point, the cigar should be, I I, want to use the word healthy, but I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, Um, I would. And when you do get it up to 70 or 72 I'm confident Adam would recommend the same thing, but don't just give it a week. Once you're yeah. back up to a, the humidity that your your regular humidor is at, leave it in there for a month. Yeah, leave it. Let it sit for a while and rest. Uh, and like I said, you know, it's never going to come back to that that fresh. I say fresh, but I'll, we'll go with off the shelf because it's going to lose some of the oils from the tobacco, and those aren't going to come back. No, you're going to get humidity back not. into the cigar, but you're going to lose those oils. So it is going to change. It's not going to be the same cigar that it was originally. Uh, but 
you don't have to throw it in the trash. You can you can bring it back up to normal humidity. It'll still smoke well. It'll but it will taste different. It will. Um, it you know and, and like I said, it's it's not a fast process. You're gonna take time. So make sure that it you look at it and say, is the cigar worth saving? Um, can I can you just go buy another one? Because if you can, I would recommend probably unless you really want to try and experiment. Yeah, there's no need to unless it's something rare that you're really. I need to salvage this. Um, it's almost better just to to scrap it and say I'll just go pick up another one. And I'll go buy. And th- and th- I keep referring to this as one as a one off. Let's say you've got a whole box. It's the same yeah. process. <laughs> it's the same process, and I'm sure you don't want to have to just throw a whole box out. At that yeah. point, I would probably. I would bite the bullet and I would try my best to salvage a box. Or the um, last time you lost a box, you lost it in the proper place. Yeah, I lost it in the humidor. <laughs> and if you didn't listen to the episode, I keep we, we're joking about this. That, that is true. I lost it in the humidor. Um, I I have a it's an old wine refrigerator that is a humidor for pipe tobacco actually, uh, and it's rather deep. And at the time, I didn't have any LEDs or anything in it, and I stuck and because it was so big and empty. Uh, I put empty cigar boxes in it just to fill space and make it look nice. Uh, little did I know that one of those boxes wasn't empty <laughs> and just totally forgot. Um, so that's how you lose a box of cigars in a humidor. Big humidor, whole bunch of other empty boxes. So if you missed episode six, that's kind of the yep. gist of that story. So yeah, reviving dry, yeah, reviving dry cigars. You can do it. There's it, a process to it. <clears throat> so as we're sitting here, of course, you know, we're not geniuses well at least i'm not i think adam might be <laughs> no you know like the rest of you we have to research stuff and a lot of times we go in on the open internet because remember the internet is never wrong anything you read is 100 percent true factual factual <laughs> true something anyways we i hit an interesting one in reading this article rotate your cigars yeah that is so We'll segue a little bit into this because I have yeah. some thoughts about this. Okay. Yeah, let's go. I know I like some it. people that have larger humidors, not just your desktop ones. We're talking right. standalone humidors that will rotate their cigars on a regular basis. They may rotate it every two or three weeks. I personally, I can see the reason why what would make you think that would be a good thing to do because you know if cigars are buried they're not going to get as much humidity as cigars that are open so it's not necessarily not true it just personally i don't have anything big enough where i have to rotate my cigars and then (laughs) later in that sentence it uses the word the words leave roughly 20 to 25 percent of the space inside open for air and humidity to freely circulate. I can guarantee you that I have five or less percent space in all three of my humidors because they are all three packed full. They're full, yeah. And they're getting, uh, now that we're doing this podcast and I'm trying to expand so we can talk about stuff for our (laughs) listeners to try, now I find myself buying more cigars. Buying more. (laughs) Yeah, Uh Yeah. that's what I needed to do. Exactly, right? Uh, that, I think right here is the plug where we get, where we say, anybody listening to this that wants <laughs> us to try something, get in touch with us get in and touch. send it to yeah. us. We're, we're, yeah, exactly. But no, that's mm-hmm. an interesting thing because that's something I I will say that I don't do I don't is, rotate, is rotate my humidor. Uh, and that could be because 
I'm very bad about keeping <laughs> cigars around. If yeah, they're in the humidor, true. they're not in there long. Yeah. Um, nothing so, is sacred to you. No, nothing is sacred. Um, I'm not one to hold on to things because they're rare. Um, I, nope. There are times where we, where Bruno, and I, Bruno and I have had things um, that uh, he's like, you're really going to have that. And I'm, and I'm going, yeah, I'll probably get another one. And I want to know what it's like. Uh, the one that comes to mind, Bruno, the, um, oh, I'm going to draw a blank on the, the actual name, but uh, the, um, the Don Carlos. Oh, God. Yeah. The, the Don Carlos. Yeah, those you don't get unless you yeah. know somebody. Unless you, yeah, unless you know somebody, you well, meet the man himself. Working um, in the brick and mortar, those were. Now, the yeah. 80th birthday one, which is not available anymore either, was supposedly the same blend. But, And I will tell you, you know, we're sitting here talking to you guys about how you're not going to have the same flavor on a cigar if you rehydrate it. And I know we've talked about this before. The, the flavor is going to change over the years. And I yep. have like one or two true Don Carlos left. And as I told you before, my birthday, I pick something out of my humidor that either I can't get again or I don't have many of. And I can tell you that they, they've changed. They will mellow out over the years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the thing of aging. They definitely, those flavors come together and just kind of they mingle and mellow and Anything, any of those those sharp edges on the flavors, gone. Uh, it's it's an interesting process. So if you have a, a humidor big enough, don't let somebody tell you that you should or should not rotate your cigars. That is your choice. There yeah. is a reason behind it. Um, how much that actually makes a difference, I don't know. I have never rotated my cigars, but if I had a walk-in humidor, which the wife actually told me, Five years ago, I could build. <laughs> you should, yeah. And I you haven't yet? Yeah. Well, it's not the money of building the humidor. I'm okay with that. Where do you think all the money is going to go? Right. Yeah. To filling the walk-in yeah, filling humidor. the humidor. <laughs> building it's one thing. Then you got to fill it. Then you got to keep right. it full. Right. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. If, I had, if you have a, a walk-in point. humidor, then, yeah, it's probably because... You've got if you have a humidor large enough, you don't just have a uh, hygrometer. You're gonna have a hygrometer, but you don't just have a little block humidifier. You've right. got something that's rotating air. Yes, and that is a whole different story. Being able to rotate your cigars because yes, cigars on the bottom aren't going to get as much, but in just a, a desktop humidor, you're basically stagnant. There's no air movement, so everything just kind of equalizes. Yeah, right. Until like, my, I always go back to, yeah, it's stagnant until you open and close it. And then you're forcing right. air to move around inside of there. So it depends on, you know, are you a person that, that has the desktop unit where you just leave it sit and you're not going to it very often? Um, do you have, you know, I, I guess I can see, you know, maybe you have a, a small humidor that that is not your normal go to and you've got things that you're aging in there. Yeah, maybe open it, close, opening yeah. it, closing it. Get I some can air see moving. That. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I see both sides to it, but again, I think it's don't let the cigar police tell you what to do. If you've got a process that you're happy with, keep doing it. Yep. Um, you know, no need to, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Well, are your cigars good when you take mm-hmm. them out of the humidor? If they are perfect, keep doing what you're doing. All right. Speaking All right, of so, cigars, I yeah, want to get into the cigars. next subject. 
Yes, so Bruno actually had a, an opportunity to try something that just came out. Um, let me find the date here. These just hit. They were available at the beginning of August. Uh, only 1,250 boxes total. Uh, Man, I didn't across, even know it when across, I bought it. <laughs> no, he did. Across the United States. I would have bought more States. than one. <laughs> so go ahead, Bruno. What are, what are we talking about so here? So it's a J.C. Newman cigar. And let me go ahead and pull up my review. Yeah. I'm sick. I'm going to pronounce it right. It's a Yagu- Yagua. I've been saying Yagua. Yagua. I guess. It's, Yagua, Yagua. I don't know. So it I'm was glad a, you're doing this one. Yeah. It was a 54 <laughs> by 6, which is a little bigger in ring diameter than I like, but it was not bad. It's Nicaraguan and it has a Connecticut broadleaf. And I left filler blank. Adam and I, as we talked about last time, we have a... Um, rating system that we're using and I left it blank because what Adam and I want to talk about and we can do in this last time because this is something neither of us had never heard of so I'll let you take it for a little bit from there yeah so are you talking about the the process that's used in these the okay. process I had never heard it and I don't think you had either no I had not uh and I'm a I'm gonna make an assumption here because we're talking about the J.C. Newman Yagua, um, and there's another cigar that we're going to talk about after this that uses uh, the same process. Yes. And if you're not familiar with the Yagua, the Yagua is a part of the the palm tree. I believe they're palm pods, possibly. Uh, and what they do is they take these pods, and the filler is, is rolled in these pods and aged. Uh, with the other cigar we're going to talk about, we'll, we'll dive deeper, but the process is like a two-year process of aging inside of these pods. It's a fermentation process, actually. Um, and it imparts some some really interesting, interesting flavors. I'd yeah, never heard really of this. Did. Yeah, I'd never heard of this before uh, until, you know, Bruno texted me from an event and said, hey, I've got this. And I started reading about the Agua from J.C. Newman. And I was like, wow, that sounds really good. Uh, so, Bruno, before we, I'm not going to – I'm in a spot where I, I'm, I'm going to pivot, but I'm going to back off because what did you think of the cigar, of the J.C. Newman okay. Agua? So – my my ultimate final score out of 10 was a 7.64 and there's actually a reason for that and it may be self-imposed so i'm just gonna very briefly go through our sheet what we do is we say first third so first third i gave it an eight out of ten very smooth and definitely medium-bodied cigar second third eight out of ten still very smooth through the second third last third i gave a six but I remember I wrote this and I told myself the cigar got a little hot and the flavor a little too strong. But that could have been self-induced because it's not like if you've been listening to the podcast and paying any attention, <laughs> I smoke fast. But the last thing I put in there is I did smoke it until it burned my fingers. Yeah. So as far as draw, I gave it an eight. Final score, I gave it an eight. And by the time we get done with our weights... It was a 7.64, but I really enjoyed this cigar. I really did and ended up going back to the brick and mortar that I bought it. And, of course, I wanted another one, and I wanted Adam <laughs> to get one. And they're like, oh, no, those are gone. gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, they came oh. out at the beginning of August. So if you can find them out there somewhere, if you've got a, a, get a brick one. and mortar near you, grab yeah, grab one for sure. If you can't find them, uh, what Bruno and I, and I learned later on, uh, and this is where we're going to pivot, CAO Arcana, Mortal Coil. Yes. Um, we were at the brick and mortar. We were asking about the Yagua. 
And they, they said, you know, we have this. Uh, and it was the CAO Mortal Coil that uses the same Andulo fermentation process using the Yagua pods. Um, and this is a, it's also a limited release, but the CAO Mortal Coil is going to be an annual release. Yep. Uh, and it looks like it's a, it, it's a little more available than the JC Dubin Yagua was. Uh, Bruno, we were at the that event. What was that now? How many weeks back was that? Where uh, we picked up the Mortal Coil? Three. It's okay, been about yeah. three weeks. It, it's been a while. Uh, I was at a, a brick and mortar over this past weekend, and they still had the uh, CAO Mortal Coil. So it is still available. It looks like it's it's more readily available. So if you're interested in this this fermentation process and the and the Yagua pods, definitely check out the CAO uh, Arcana Mortal Coil because it uses that same process. Uh, and that's where CAO says that their version of the Andulo fermentation process takes two years. Yeah, two years uh, where of a year. the yeah, the filler tobacco is rolled in these these palm pods and aged, uh, and the flavor is just – it's very, very uh, – I, I want to say decadent. Um, maybe the word that I, I use here, I'm not 100% sure if that's the right word. Either way, um, the CAO Mortal Coil, I did, I, that's the version I had. I wasn't able to get the JC Newman Yagua, uh, but the Mortal Coil was really, really nice. I'm trying to see – if I have my notes from that, so I can give some more detail. Around I it. actually reviewed it. You did? Okay. I did. So this actually got I an 8.31. I didn't score it, though. I've got so, my tasting notes, but I didn't score it. So go ahead. You run with it, and then I'll I'm, Well, I just want to say, the, I'll, and I'll, then I'll let you talk for a yes. little bit on this one. Yeah. Taking the band off was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, so it's band. called the Mortal Coil. Yes. And when you take the band off, it's wrapped around the cigar like three times. When you loosen the wrap, it just comes off like a coil. It was the it was coolest like thing. Coil, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad you thought it was cool because I absolutely hated it. Oh, um, you not the the fact the fact that it coiled. I didn't hate that. the The band is very large. It's yes, three it quarters is. of the three quarters of the cigar <laughs> are just wrapped with this band. I couldn't find the the and end of this band. It's not it my off. fault. I'm old no, and I exactly. found it. <laughs> I I was struggled to find it, um, and I was getting so aggravated because I'm smoking and I'm almost up to where I'm going to be burning the band because I couldn't oh. find the end of it to unwrap it. <laughs> uh, so I was not a big as big a fan of the band as Bruno was, but. Um, the cigar itself, I absolutely love. Oh my um, god, it was so good. My, and it's my, my tasting, ring gauge too. Yeah, my tasting notes on this were first third stout and meaty. Um, it reminded me, for some reason, it reminded me of just barbecue. It was bold. Yeah. It was it was very very bold, tasty. Uh, as I got into it, into the first third, into the second, going into the the second third, uh, my my notes were simply rich and roasty. Uh, roasty, it reminded me of just this kind of toasty flavor, maybe like roasted coffee. Uh, but it was very rich, um, flavor wise, medium bodied. Uh, just, I was really impressed by this cigar and I was really excited that the brick and mortar I was at this weekend still had them. Uh, because man, I was like, yeah, my last note on my tasting notes was wish I would have bought more of these. <laughs> well, if you go back to the brick and mortar, cause I know where you are, will you please buy each of us a couple? Yeah. I definitely will. So <laughs> what I found interesting is I used our rating system. It was interesting because when I first lit it, I could not get a very robust draw out of it. Really? 
for about the first minute or two, and then it just completely opened up. It was acting like a, a closed foot cigar, but it wasn't. Yeah. But huh. it only lasted for like a minute or two, and then it opened up. On the second, third, I put still very consistent, staying in medium. I, as you guys also know, I can't name what I'm tasting nearly as well as <laughs> Adam because of my sense of smell and taste. So in the notes that I have, I put there's a flavor I can't place. The last third, very consistent, become a little more str- of a stronger medium body. Um, I think... This is what I don't think you read this, Adam. My no. note on the first third is did I have a little trouble sleeping this night. <laughs> I think even though it was a medium body, I think it was a strong strength, but it, it didn't feel like it. It did not. But no, man, you, you I I slept like that. crap. <laughs> no, you you were spot on on that on that uh call right there. Medium body, I mean the strength is there but it just doesn't hit Ugh, hard. No, it did not. Uh, it, it's very deceiving as you're as, as I agree as I was going through it I'm like you know what yeah this is this is fine this is good uh, and then I remember after I finished it I was looking for it's like I need to get some food I need something to eat I need something in my stomach now um, it crept up on me for sure yeah it uh, I know uh, yeah I just that night I tried to go to bed and I'm and I'm thinking holy crap I did not smoke. Because as I've told you before, and I think I've told our listeners, you know, if I have one Hoyt and Monterey Epicure number two, I'm fine. If I have two, that's that's it. I won't <laughs> yep. sleep. Yep. And I lay down and go to bed, and I'm like, what in the heck is going on? I can't fall asleep. I know I didn't smoke a Hoyo. Oh, my God. <laughs> that cigar that had a medium body was strong in strength. Yes. Yep. But yeah, there, was, a perfect- there was a... a Perfect Taste, cigar to, I could not. To sh- yeah, perfect cigar to show that that body and strength are not the same. Exactly, and you you cannot assume just because you have a strong bodied cigar that it's actually strong strength. Yep. This is the first time in a very long time that I had something that I was very much enjoying. And again, the last third it did it did change a little, became a little bit stronger of meaning, but it mm-hmm. never got to be a full bodied but holy crap you the strength was just you talk about the vitamin n it yes. must have been packed with it yeah it, it was definitely he said it was very deceiving so i didn't score it bruno i slacked on that i didn't score it on sheet. Wait, what was your final score on the mortal coil my final score was an 8.31 because i gave it pretty much eights across the board yeah. A nine for burn and a nine for my final thoughts. Okay. So I, I would say just I, I didn't score it. I wish I would have. But just from my experience, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So I would have probably been in that eight ballpark as well. Uh, definitely a very, very good cigar. If you're out and about and you see the CAO Mortal Coil, pick up a couple. Uh, do yourself a favor. Don't just get one. Yeah. Try. Go ahead and pick up a couple uh, because man, they're really good. And I'm excited. They're going to be an annual release. Yes. Uh, so that's very, very cool. Uh, so I, Adam I and love... I are going to make a deal on the <laughs> air. If one of us goes to each, if you go before me to each, I'll pay you back. If I go before yep. you to each, it. I'll pay you back. Got it. Yes, sir. So, yeah, if you see them, pick them up because they're, they're quality. Really, yes. really good. So 
with that, let's let's pivot a little bit here, Bruno. Um, you know, Mortal Quill, great cigar. But one of the things I'm really excited about, and this is something that I have been has been a focus for myself because while I love cigar culture, I love cigars. Uh, one of the things that I I know personally that I am a bit of a slacker around is getting out um, to events, things like that. So over the last couple of weeks, I personally have tried to get out more, uh, and that's just just me. Uh, I am not a, a very uh, big getting out person. I'm very comfortable um, <laughs> in my house, uh, but uh, I have made it a point. We went to the uh, Oliva event that we talked about on the previous episode. Uh, this past weekend, I got out to my local shop and just went in and my local shop has a lounge. Uh, I think I hung out in the lounge for most of, I think was I, was it Sunday afternoon? Yeah, it was Sunday. Most of Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I was there. You can say who lounge, it is. Cigars. Yeah. So I visited my local shop is uh, Strauss Tobacconist, which if you follow us on Instagram, you already know because I posted pictures <laughs> and tagged them, uh, hung out in their lounge for, I think I was there for probably a good three hours. Um, just enjoying a enjoying cigars and talking with uh, some old friends I hadn't seen in a while. So it was really nice. And actually I had a cigar that was really interesting. Uh, if you saw the Instagram post, you know, that it was the Island Jim by Oscar Valderas. Uh, that was a very interesting cigar because the first time I saw it on the shelf, I walked right past it because in my mind I processed it as uh, I believe it's called Island Jack, maybe which Probably is a processed rum. It as flavor. Didn't you? Yeah. I processed it as the Island Jack rum flavored cigar and just walked right past it. Um, I was there on Sunday and I actually, one of the things I, I really like doing is asking the employees, Hey, what, what's good? What do you recommend? You know, tell me what's new. And, and the, the person I was talking with there is someone that I consider a, a, a friend of mine. So he knows my palate very well. And he pointed me to the Island gym. He says, Hey, check this out. Uh, this is, this is a pretty good cigar. So I said, it's not flavored. He said, no, he said, it's, it's not. Uh, and, and so I had that to start my day and yes, I was very impressed by it. Uh, I'm gonna actually pick up a pick up another one or two, and one uh, for two, me, and one for Bruno, so I can actually because I didn't anticipate reviewing it. It was just I was there to do some other work for the podcast, and so I was just I'm gonna have a cigar while I do some work, and so I didn't sit there and focus on it. I, I lit it up and I just got into conversation with a friend that was also there, and uh, that was that. It was like, well, it, it started off really. I was actually <laughs> I remember this. I'll share this real quick. It's got a shaggy foot, uh, and I lit the shaggy foot. And I got into it, and the person that I'm talking to, he says, what do you think about that? I said, honestly, I'm a little disappointed right now. This kind of sucks. Um, and because it was very, very, very bland. Uh, once I got past into about the first inch, though, everything changed, and it got really, 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 really good. Define shaggy um, foot. So shaggy foot, okay, is the – when you look at the foot of the cigar, there are uncut leaves still sticking out from the foot of the cigar. Uh, they don't trim it and make it look, uh, I, I hesitate to say smooth, but they don't trim the the filler leaves to one s- distinct level, I guess. Uh, they leave them sticking out shaggy. Right. It, does, shaggy it looks foot. shaggy, yeah, like it, shag carpet. Exactly. That That's a shaggy foot. Um, and so once you got past the shaggy foot, got into about the first half inch to an inch, it got really, really, really good. I was really impressed with the... Uh, Island Gym by Oscar. So another one. If you see it, try it. I was impressed by it. But the point of that is got out to support my local shop. We are we're a podcast. We're online. Um cigar culture is huge online, and I'm sure that a lot of people shop for their cigars online. That's great. But don't forget about your local shops. 
Um, get out there and support your local shops. You know, when they have events, get out there and go to the events. There's a lot of fun. Uh, Bruno, you went to, uh, went to an event right. at, at your place. Well, yeah. What was it like? So the I, the closest one to me right now, even though they're getting they're building another one, is I go to a place called Mason Scar Manor, and it's it's a great place. It is a if anybody lives in Ohio, you know that a number of years ago they passed the law that you can't smoke in a public place. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> well, um, any tobacconist that existed before that passed were fine the way they were. But any new ones had to have a standalone building because the people next door could smell the smoke, blah, 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 blah. So this Mason Cigar Manor is basically a converted house. So they were having a pipe event, and I've spent a good bit of time there. And while I was there, I had a couple cigars. So I have two stories about those cigars. First one is I was smoking an Illusione CG4 Candela, Candela. which I really enjoy. A now, Candela real quick, wrapper. Right, yes, go real ahead. quick. What? Tell us what is a Candela so, wrapper? So, Candela wrapper is green. Yes. And according to my tobacconist Mark, who works at Mason Cigar Manor, who we are going to interview, he agreed to that. Yeah. He said that he informed me. He didn't say he informed me <laughs> that the Candela wrapper, the green wrapper, was actually what the first cigars in America looked like. They used the green wrapper. Yeah. So the green wrapper, the reason that I really enjoy good candela is it has a very, very, very slight sour taste to it. Yes, it has and a very I distinct really, note to it. Yes. And I really enjoy that. So being being me, Adam and I, he's <laughs> like, we gotta start posting stuff on Instagram that we're smoking. So I sent him a picture of it and tell everybody what you did with that picture. Yeah, so we, we posted that up. So if you follow us on Instagram, you saw the picture of Bruno smoking the, the CG4 Candela. But I wanted to give a big I was really excited. I am a huge Illusione is one of my absolute oh, favorite yeah. cigars. The CG4 is my go-to. I love the CG, the standard CG4, the original document CG4. Um and so I posted that up and uh I'm not sure if Dion runs the Illusione. Uh, Instagram page, or if they have someone that does it, either way, uh, they reposted the picture, which I thought was super, super cool. You know, you're saying, oh, they just reposted your picture. That doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. But it's just cool. Yeah, it is just uh, cool. I was really excited <laughs> uh, because my favorite cigar company reposted a picture from, from our podcast. So I was really excited by that. I thought it was super, super cool. So so thank you. Uh, if it was Dion, thank you. Or whoever at Illusione uh, runs the Instagram, thank you for reposting our photo. Um means a lot to us, really. <laughs> I'm kind of a nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the second thing that we kind of want to talk to everybody about is the, it was a pipe event, but I, I haven't really smoked my pipe in a while. And, you know, when I was talking to Mark, my tobacconist, and just saying, hey, you know, what do you recommend? You know, I told him about the uh, podcast, told him we want wanted to start interviewing people to get people interested, and he's going to do it. I bought cigars. I I wasn't really smoking a pipe. Well, one of the things that Adam and I had not thought about is, you know, the first cigar I had was the CG4 Candela because I knew it was going to be between mild and medium. Yep. And just like when you're drinking beer or drinking bourbon, you don't start out with the strongest. You start out with the weakest. I, I When I say weakest, I mean boldness. Right. And you work your way up. Well, what was interesting that we just thought of as we were talking before the show is I had two cigars that night. 
And I 100%, you have my 100% guarantee that the second cigar I smoked, if I smoked it again right now, would have been different than when I smoked it that night. Yes, definitely. That That's something that, that we learned working together at the shop was as you as you as you smoke get to a point where you're smoking more than one cigar throughout the course of a day your palate is going to change after each cigar yes. to the point where by the end of the day your palate is going to be shot you're not going to taste anything um so keep that in mind as you're smoking a cigar if you decide hey I'm going to have another one your palate's going to have changed and and if you're smoking and sorry to interrupt you Adam but if no, you're smoking something for the first time and you've had one cigar and you're smoking that and you're like, yeah, I don't like this. Do yourself a huge favor. Do not hang your hat on the fact that you didn't like it after you smoked a cigar before it. Yes. Give it a chance on its own. Let it let it stand on its own. If you still don't like it, as as we say, I'm just going to adapt Adam saying, you be you. Yep. <laughs> if you still don't like it, then you don't like it. But <clears throat> just like we had talked about Give it at a the fair beginning chance. of this episode – you know, things will influence it. And having one cigar and then having another, it is going to taste, the second one is going to taste different than if you had it first. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The the palate changes. And I you know, I remember when, when we worked, you know, we had a super cool uh, staff event one evening. Yeah. Where <laughs> we, I uh, felt kind of bad because, we we had been smoking cigars all day, and we yeah. had a staff event after hours <laughs> with um, with Davidoff cigars, and we were smoking these really amazing Davidoffs. And by the end of the night, I couldn't taste the damn thing. Me neither. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it was like, wow, we're smoking these Davidoffs that are ridiculously expensive cigars, and they're really good. But I've had eight cigars today, and I right. can't taste anything at this point. <laughs> How um, is that cigar, guys? It's really good. It, it's good. Yeah, that's all you can say. It's good. Yeah, I really couldn't taste anything, but yeah, it was good. So, um, Bruno, since the last two weeks, have you smoked anything that that has wowed you? Um, the ones that actually the two that I just we just talked about are the ones that I did review, and those would be the ones I say really really wowed me the most. Right, I really okay. enjoyed them. So I'm gonna try and for our listeners, I'm gonna try and minimally do one a week. Yep. So that we can talk about it. but We can talk about it, yeah. But the Illusioni CG4, whether you get the standard wrapper or the Candela, we don't, Adam and I don't have to review that. That is something we can both <laughs> highly recommend. Yes. Yeah, that is my absolutely, probably I would say almost my absolute favorite cigar ever. Um, I, I'm i a big fan of that. And, and at some point I'll share, I've got a great story from when I was a cigar newbie. Um, Dion, from, if you don't know Dion, Dion is the owner of Illusioni Cigars. I think he's the owner still. Um, I don't know what his actual title is, but I was a cigar newbie a long, long time ago, and I had no idea who Dion was. He happened to be on a forum that I was a part of. Uh, I sent him a message. Like I said, didn't have any idea who he was, and he was kind enough to send me a super nice response. And afterward, after the fact, I learned who Dion was. I'm like, wow, (laughs) this guy took time out of his day to answer some complete, absolute newbie. He really left middle mark in... Since then, I've really held illusion in, in the highest, highest regard. So I'll share that another time when we have more time. Yep. But uh, as for me, you know, I've had a couple of things over the last couple of weeks. I had the um, the Island Gym from Oscar that was really, really good. 
Uh, one thing that I've really been a big fan of that I had, and I'm going to have another one, actually probably a few of them <laughs> this week, because I'm going <laughs> to write a proper review for the blog, the website, is the um, the Grand Habano Persian King Maduro. Uh, I had one uh, over the past weekend that was really good. And the thing I love about these cigars is I'm getting them for five, I think five ninety nine a cigar right now, and they but the are. Bargain. Yeah, they are. They're really good. It's one of the, again, and I think I've said it on this podcast. I wish they didn't come in cabinets of fifty, <laughs> because <laughs> I I would definitely it's something I would definitely go box on just to have around here because they are really really they're really good. I'm ruining my review, but I don't care because um, <laughs> I had it and I really enjoyed it. I had one with my son. Uh, he same. We sat and we we compared kind of notes while we were we were having the cigar, and uh, really really good stuff. So. Definitely, be, you'd be able to look out. I'm going to do a full review on the website of that particular cigar because I'm a big fan of it right now. It's been hitting the spot for me. So with that, Bruno, we're coming up on about 50 minutes. Yeah, so let's let our viewers we've have the rest of their today. time. Yeah, we've covered everything we wanted to cover today. So thank you, guys, everybody that's been listening, everybody that's been checking out social media, all that jazz. You guys know the spiel that I'm about to lay out here. So and I'm we, not going to go to full we detail. do promise <laughs> it's not just going to be the two of us forever no, all the no, time. No, 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 no. We have Mark from Mason Cigar Manor who's going to yes. come on and have a conversation with us. Uh, we also have um, – I, I have a son who is just getting into cigars, and I've been smoking cigars with him a lot lately. And I think he's going to come on and do some some segments with us, and we can get some perspectives from a complete cigar newbie about how – what his cigar journey has been like. And there are times where, you know, Bruno and I have been at this for a long time, so we tend to, to overlook some things or take some things for granted. So we're going to have a conversation with – a, someone who has only been smoking cigars for a few months and what that's been like for him, how his palate's changed. What in? I'm finding it very interesting. He has a very different palate than me. We have two completely different tastes in cigars. Oh, I, like I would big, imagine old cigars, and he is, um, and he's going, "Hey, give me something with a Connecticut and yep. some flavor." So He'll, we're vastly different. So change. it'll be an <laughs> yes, that'll change. It'll be an interesting conversation. But the point of that is, we have things that are going to be coming up. Uh, we, we definitely are looking ahead and how can we bring other people onto the podcast? We've got some feelers out there. We're working on some scheduling things. We have people from the cigar community. We've got people from cigar companies that we're working with to get, to get things scheduled out. Um, that is definitely something that we are working hard on yes. uh, bringing in guests. It's not we just going to be Bruno and I every two no, other week. You guys for will get bored. <laughs> yeah. You'll get bored quickly. So we are stay with us. I promise you we are, we're working hard. We're going to have some cool people come on. We're going to have some really cool conversations. So until, you know, until next time, thank you guys that have Enjoy. made it this far. Thank you guys that have listened to all the other episodes. I hope you guys keep listening. If you've got feedback, you know where we're at on all yep. the social medias, on the website, whatever. Um, you know, hit us up with whatever you guys have. Until next know. time, you know, keep smoking cigars, guys. Enjoy Smoke many. Smoking. Smoke many. We'll talk in two weeks later, guys. See ya.